0: Some say we are the most propagandized nation in the world. I say it's our job to interpret this so called news. I say it's our job to find the truth and make sure to pass it along, to continue the daily battle against cognitive dissonance. The truth isn't how you feel. Here we deal in the inconvenient realities. I'm John Matland, and this is We the People Are the News. Welcome to We The People Are The News, recording live lakeside in Boynton Beach, Florida. Quick reminder, if you are new to the podcast, we are looking for growth. So subscribe, share, tell your friends, retweet, truth, uh, insta, the whole nine do it all. Shadow bands cannot stop everyone working together to get this message out there. So thank you for joining all the new listeners out there. Thank you for joining and keep the uh, the emotion going forward, as they say. Now on to it. The mainstream media has long asserted their own political beliefs into their broadcasts to guide and condition or to groom their audience, if you will, to vote as the companies that own them see fit. There is state-run media, then there is corporate-run media, and in the end, we the people vote. We the people choose the president. So questions obviously pop up when companies like Facebook and Meta have involvement with drop boxes or ballots, uh... Dropbox is for ballots, rather. Uh, So questions are asked when ballots are printed to large, uh, too large for their for their paper, uh, like we saw in Maricopa County, causing massive errors. Uh, People start questioning things. But when Fox seems to be lining up with Ron DeSantis for president and the polls show him dipping and Trump surging, the idea that it again is not going to work comes to mind The silent majority is back, and with things like 2,000 mules and tons of questions swirling around election integrity in the 2020 election, well, they may have never left. Ever. Isn't that an interesting thought? So it's a reminder to all that election integrity must be secured, uh, and it should always be. There should never be a question on our elections, no matter what party you are for, If disenfranchising voters so your side wins is a thing, it's the death of our country regardless. There's no battle. There's no coming back. There's no debate. There's no changing minds. There is no free election. There's no election integrity. And things have been disturbed and have been changed. It is the death of our country. So Trump is up significantly over every name that has been polled for the primary, for the Republicans. So here are the numbers. Trump is at 54%, up from 43% in February. DeSantis, 24%, down from 28% in February. And then there's the people that shouldn't even bother to fucking run. Mike Pence, 6%. Liz Cheney, okay. There's a chance that Liz Cheney will win um, if hell freezes over. So, a couple of years too early for your run, Liz. Get your rhino ass back in the cage. 3%. Nikki Haley, okay. Warmonger, 3%. Uh, Greg Abbott, 2%. Not going to go down. Not going to happen. So, good luck. So again, the pushback against mainstream media is of significance these days because it means more people are awake to how they operate and what they are trying to accomplish while doing so. So quick reminder before we go on. Hit up www.sonsanddaughtersofliberty.world and use promo code podcast to get 17.76% off your purchase. Grab our iconic flag, t-shirts, hoodies, and more. Show you're a member of the Sons and Daughters of Liberty, and that you will forge freedom forward and never be stopped. Well, now on to January 6th. Body cam footage seems to be leaking all over Twitter currently, so let's roll a clip and go from there. Dude, well, we go under covers and teeth in a crowd, so. Can you put that back in? All right, thank you so yep, much. yeah, it feels better? you guys get sprayed? Here, here. Wow. So Antifa was there. Officials were there. Wait, we already knew this. Uh, this is coming on a day that it has announced Jacob Chansley, aka the QAnon shaman, has been released. Footage shown on Tucker Carlson has shown officers escorting Jacob around, and much talk has been made about his plea deal being a Uh, a a byproduct of coercion and threats for a much steeper sentence. Exculpatory evidence be damned. Well, it is out and about now, and Jacob may be sitting on some serious legal actions against the government, the same way those wrongfully charged in Malcolm X's death were exonerated after evidence was shown and may have been withheld uh, by local and federal government agencies that would have never put them in jail to begin with after serving all that time. So leftist talking pieces of Instagram and Twitter, and specifically, I'm pointing at you, Brian Krasenstein, tweeted the following. Breaking. Jacob Chansley has been released early from prison. Yes, he's still an anti-American convicted felon. Yes, he is still under years of house arrest. No, this does not mean he's innocent. No, this does not mean he was doing the right thing in any way, shape, or form. No, this doesn't mean Fox News and Tucker Carlson were right. So the far-left supporters are coming out and claiming he's guilty because he took a plea deal. Evidence and logic are truly garlic to the radical leftist vampires, and I'll tell you what. Reality simply doesn't fucking care about your political affiliation. Left, right, they have you marching, all right, left, right, left, right. Reality is hiding exculpatory evidence, which costed two people wrongfully accused of killing Malcolm X. The investigation overturned all of this. The conviction was made on the identification from FBI informants who stated these people who were not, who were, were there were... were didn't even match the the description. So all of this was withheld. And after all that time, it was turned over. So now what we're seeing is, again, exculpatory evidence is popping back up. And we're just told to not look at it. Because politically motivated fake investigations seem to be the key for people that are polarized on either side. Politically motivated fake investigations are not to be tolerated by anyone in any party. I had the same experience in an investigation I was part of. Security made up false written statements, a whole entire timeline. I was defamed. I had been identified by people uh, to be the assailant. I was terminated from my job. And I was uh, exonerated after I proved that everything was a written, that was written, all those written statements were absolutely false. The storyline was blown up by video evidence that corroborated the truth. The truth that I told verbatim since day one. So to accept any hit piece on anyone because your stance is a a political, uh, a a very dear political motivated uh, virtue signal, that approach, yeah, it's a garbage approach. And we're watching the narrative deteriorate faster and faster day by day. So take that, put that in your pipe and smoke it. So the Internet madness continues. Freedom of speech has long been under attack uh, online specifically. And here's a clip of Jim Jordan from today's hearing on social media censorship. I
1: yield to Mr. Jordan. Thanks, gentlemen, for yielding. Uh, Mr. Sauer, did the government pressure social media to censor Americans for saying things like natural immunity is real? Absolutely. Did the government pressure social media to censor Americans for saying things like gain of function research happened in that lab in China? Absolutely. Did government pressure social media to censor Americans for saying things like the virus likely came from a lab? That is right within the heartland of our evidence. Did government pressure social media to censor Americans for saying things like the vaccinated don't getting vaccinated doesn't prevent COVID and it doesn't necessarily stop transmission of COVID? Absolutely. So all those were true statements. But according to the Democrats, it's fine for the government to pressure social media to take those statements down. In fact, this administration started doing that on day two. Day three, excuse me. January 23rd, 2021. Here's what the suggestion, as Mr. Seligman says, the Biden White House said to Twitter. Clark Humphrey, Executive Office of President, White House office. Hey, folks, wanted to flag the below tweet. And we wondering if we can get moving on the process for having it removed Then in all capitals, ASAP. Is that a suggestion or maybe something a little stronger than a suggestion from the White House on the second day, third day, excuse me, of this administration? Stronger than a suggestion. Heck yes, it's stronger than a suggestion. And here's the scariest thing of all. The bulletin the Democrats put up earlier, the National Terrorism Advisory System Bulletin for February 7th, 2022, talks about mis, dis and malinformation. Professor Sauer, or excuse me, uh, Mr. Sauer, tell me what is malinformation? Malinformation, by their definitions, is truthful information that the federal official thinks lacks appropriate context. It's an Orwellian term. So it's true, but the government says we don't want the people seeing that, hearing that, repeating that, liking that, sharing that. We don't want that to happen. Correct.
0: More and more we find out what is happening. And for many of us, just getting the full-blown evidence of what we already knew and experienced is a, is a welcome sign of reassuring that, you know, the tinfoil hat is securely in place and we were right all along. So again, we see the same thing rearing its ugly head. You can't speak if it's not what I agree with, and you're guilty if I didn't like what happened, and let's hide the evidence if it means we get our way. All the signs of a thought pattern that will actually result in the death of liberty logically thinking people of either party would be disgusted by this but the extremists have no boundaries they will rob steal cheat and kill in the name of their ideology they are extremists what the fuck did you expect that is what extremists do well let's get on with more internet shit here we go the restrict act proposed on march 7th of this year looked at as bipartisan is it A bit of a disaster, and it was brought forward by Senator Mark Warner, a Virginia Democrat. This, in theory, is something that can ban an app like CCP's TikTok, which, if it's spying and destroying the minds, I get the aspect, and I often say, get your kids off social media and start with TikTok. But what other shit is in this bill? The pork and beans, if you will. I'll eat my candy with the pork and beans. Sorry, a little Weezer always has to come out when I say pork and beans. So straight up, a bill banning CCP from running a mind-destroying surveillance app should read, CCP cannot run applications to track Americans on the app TikTok, the end, final, end dictation, it's over. But here we go. This bill goes after a lot of different U.S. privacy. And I don't know all the details, and I will attempt to get somebody on uh, that does. But have you ever heard of a VPN, Virtual Private Network? Well, many people have them. Companies use them. Uh, it's it's a security layer online. Well, let's start with fines and or jail sentences for having one. What does this have to do with TikTok? Well, they say you could maybe be, maybe skirt this and act like you're in another country and then use TikTok. Well, there's ways around that and they've already existed. You can't just... Uh, turn a VPN on and get certain stuff from certain apps. So we'll see how that goes. But this is our government using a problem like TikTok, the hysteria it creates, the ties to to Communist China, in hopes to force through a bill that will further destroy our freedoms in the future. And now. It just keeps going on and on. So how deep does it go? We don't know yet. Senator Rand Paul said yesterday on the Senate floor, quote, I hope saner minds will reflect on which is more dangerous. Videos of teenagers dancing, or the precedent of the U.S. government banning speech, end quote. And I usually agree with Rand, but not today. The U.S. government is banning a CCP vehicle for surveillance within our borders. The issues uh, that the bill creates, wildly different situation. That I'm sure I do agree uh, uh, on uh, probably all of it with Rand. But freedom of speech routed through the filter of TikTok and CCP is not freedom of speech. U.S. companies have already proven to be compromised entities in this battle, as we've just discussed earlier with Twitter, uh, Facebook and Meta and the Twitter files, what they've shown. So how are we setting a standard of freedom of speech at a CCP app that is indoctrinating and warping the minds of our citizens? Again, we barely are getting our own companies in our country in line and exposing what they're doing. There is no one answering for the CCP. That is not my bar of freedom of speech. They will do whatever they want, and there's nothing that can be done to stop them. So keep your eyes open, folks. Interesting times in the world, as always. Let's see how this develops. All of this, as protesters right now, by the way, for, uh, against guns, have taken over the capital of Tennessee... Uh, I, I just wanted to throw that out there. That, that's breaking as I'm recording. So I guess we'll see how this, uh, this f- is framed by the mainstream media, or if it's even covered. Who knows how those sly cats are going to take care of that. So you hear it in the background. We'll, we'll see how that develops. And finally, we end today's episode with this. We will now roll a clip from a Canadian TV station called CBC News, which is allegedly taxpayer-funded, where young children are forced to sit down with drag queens and explain why they are nervous. Roll it. Nervous.
1: But I met like I've never met anyone that's not. So I can't really explain. Is this your first time seeing a drag queen? Yes. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Uh, excited, but a little bit nervous. nervous I've never seen a drag queen before. <laughs> and what do you think? I think it's cool. It's great? Yeah. Why are you nervous? I don't know, it's just it's different? New. Different and yeah. new. Yeah. Do you think that boy can wear makeup? Yes. And would you agree that makeup is for everyone? Yeah. Yeah? yeah.
0: Where do you buy your drag clothes? This is a, I bought this at Value Village, secondhand. I make a lot of it, and sometimes I'll buy things secondhand and I'll alter them to make them more drag. Well, did any virtue signaling parent believe their kid would tell an adult they may have found this weird? Kids are raised to give authority to adults. They are allowed to be uncomfortable being forced to sit down in front of cameras with a drag queen. We've reached such a strange world uh that i don't even understand our society is completely bizarre at this point there are children being bullied into publicly bending the knee to the woke mob it's disgusting really if you think about it we will always call it out here stop the grooming and indoctrination teach children to be a good person and they will be they will be accepting stop psychologically damaging them at a young age putting them in these weird positions where they're finding this to be nerve-wracking and they're saying it and they don't want to offend anyone or misspeak. It's ridiculous. Stop psychologically damaging them along the way to prove that you are a great virtue-signaling parent. That you virtue-signaled hard enough to be accepted by your peers. What an absolute mess. With that, I'm calling a cap on the day. I'm in Florida. Maybe, like Biden, I'll grab some ice cream and turn in early. Or I'll just keep destroying the liberal echo chambers one tweet at a time, chock full of logic. Hey, let the good times roll when you can. Maybe I'll even use a VPN. Fuck them. Catch you tomorrow. I'm John Matlin, and this is We the People are the News.